Hello. Welcome back. We are still in the festive spirit, obviously. We are. Do we dare tell them what just happened? Uh, I feel okay, like this is the second time tell it's happened. Them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Roman's going to be so mad. <laughs> we maybe forgot to press record. You know what? When you're just in the heat of the moment and you're ready and we're getting our nerves up and yeah, we're we're trying to hype ourselves up, now Kayla's going to be checking it every two seconds. Like clockwork. Um, so yeah, we recorded half of this podcast. <laughs> Probably more than half. We were almost there. I think you're on number three or four. Okay, but this is going to be better. Oh, we have more better. energy. Now we have our, our how we're going to explain things. That was just a trial one run. It's just a trial run. That was on run. purpose. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah. today's podcast is going to be all about lessons learned in our 30s. Yes. I am 36. And I will be 33 this month. At the end of the month, yes. So these are just lessons that we really wanted to share with everybody. Um, it actually kind of stemmed from a conversation I was having with one of my supervisors. I think we were talking about just like um, some people that we have that work for us that are a little immature and i just kind of shared with her like when you turn 30 you really don't give a fuck with people think at one point um so yeah that's why that's kind of what stemmed from this podcast but i think both kayla and i have a, a few lessons that we want to share with everybody um about things that we've learned and i think things we want to continue to learn but kayla's going to start us off yeah so i will do my first five and well my only five and tara's going to do her five um, but my first one was prioritize yourself and your mental health. So what I'm meaning by that is it's okay if you're having an off day. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're having an off life. Um, it's okay to get help, to seek professional help, whether that be medication or a therapist. Um, I mean, I've done therapy before, but I feel like prioritizing it a lot more than I was. And being open to hear what they had to say has been pretty, pretty big. But yeah, I definitely think it's important to be prioritizing yourself. Um, as you get older and everything like that, you know, you do kind of start to lose yourself Mm -hmm. and it's super important to still practice self love and self care with yourself and, you know, take yourself on dates here and there. I like what you said, though. Um, Kayla was following up with me and she's talking about like self-care and like self-care is not what society tells you to like put a hair mask in for self-care, get your nails done. I think part of that does help like in in one minimal way, but um, something as minimal as like get your favorite dessert or get your favorite bag of dill pickle chips at Trader (laughs) Joe's if you want them, Tara, get them. Yeah, just do stuff that, like, is important to you or things that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about – so I'll give you an example. Um, our cousin Alex wanted to go spend time with her mother um, up in Flagstaff, but she didn't have a way to get up there. So I was like, hey, I'm free on Saturday. I'm going to drive you up. You're going to spend time with her, and I'm going to take a Kayla day. I'm going to go do whatever I want to do, figure out life. And that's exactly what I did. And it was so much fun. I dropped her off at like eight in the morning. I got myself breakfast at Biff's. If anyone's been to Biff Bagels, it's so good. It was worth the line. Um, And then I went to Williams and I was like, man, I love that Castle Coast. It was like like last summer, one of the first times I like was thoroughly enjoying myself. 
was there. Really? Yeah. Like my face was frozen from how like how much I was smiling and laughing and stuff. So I was like, I got to do that that Alpine coaster again. It's going to be so much fun. And it was. It was just as fun as the last time I went. I was alone again. But well, the first time I wasn't alone. But this time just being like alone, I would think that maybe it looked maybe slightly weird that I'm by myself. But like in my head, I'm like, this is the best Kayla day ever. <laughs> like I'm here in Williams. Like it's nice weather out. I'm going on a Alpine coaster. It was so much fun. There was maybe like two seconds where I thought I was going to die. But other than that, <laughs> I still haven't done it. Oh my God. It's so much fun. And you can, they have, they film you now. Like last summer they were still learning, like putting stuff together. Uh-huh. So they didn't have the recordings, but now they film you. So watching yourself go through that, just so funny it's so freaking funny um did you get pie up there i did get pie i love i have such like a there's this restaurant it's called uh pine country i think so yeah pine country um and it's just such like a homey place like you go there i i've only had their food i think maybe twice but you go there to get pie Mm -hmm. it's literally the only reason why we end up going there that's all i got there i was like i just want a slice of pie and they're like no food, no food, no food. We've done that many of times. I have like a memory of that place when you remember when we went to Flagstaff for the first time for um, Christmas. Oh, huh? yeah, the first year. So Jay came with us, and um, we ended up. It was Jay, Roman, me, and Honey. We did the um, the train, the okay. um, Polar Street. Express, yeah. up there, and we just had pie, and it was super chilly, and it was just such a fun memory that like. I don't know. That place has, like, a special place in my heart. It's just, like, super wholesome. Yeah. The whole town is. It is. It's so cute. There's, like, certain, like, it's not very many places I know now that are just one-way spots. Yeah. So there's a lot of one-ways there. Got a really cute shirt while I was there. It was really fun. It's just a nice little. Small town. Very small town vibes. Yeah. I like it. Um, But, yeah, I definitely think that prioritizing yourself and making sure that your mental health is stabilized, um, it's okay too, to talk to therapists. I really think that everyone, especially in your 30s, if you have not talked to a therapist, you need to. You need to. I'm telling you. They're like, just word of advice, probably don't traumatize them too much the first round. Otherwise, they'll cry. So I'm sorry, Kayla. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kayla. She's not talking to oh, yeah. <laughs> My therapist's name is Kayla. I forgot to say that. Yeah, my therapist's name is Kayla. Um, I've met with her and yeah, poor thing. I just kind of trauma dumped on her which i thought that was kind of the whole point of therapy yeah but she's just like that's just a lot to have to go through and i'm like it is you're right but i think the big one of the biggest things i mean i only had one session with her but the biggest thing that she had taught me in just that one session was um be honest with yourself so if something's happening accept it Mm -hmm. having a bad day okay i'm having a bad day whatever But my other thing was she had essentially told me that I am filling other people's cups when I should be filling my cup. So I'm taking care of this, this, and this, but why am I not filling my cup up right now? Mm -hmm. If like, it's still important to do that. Yeah. You can't take care of other people if you can't take care of yourself. Exactly. Yeah. That's in like the last book that I read was a lot of like you, if you don't prioritize yourself like you sometimes get lost in the mix of everything like you are not your you're not defined by being a mother being like 
assistant manager of a hotel or like yeah. being a wife, like you need to be you mm-hmm. and then have all that stuff ends up coming after. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. I think that you really do need to take care of yourself before yeah, you take care of others. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was a lesson I learned a little too late in life, but now knowing that and now knowing how important it is to be keeping yourself as a priority regardless of anything else going on in your life, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes there's not going to be someone that's going to be able to take care of you at the moment that you need to be taken care of. But if you can think about the things that are important, like, okay, this will pass. I can talk to my sister when she's awake. I can, you know, I can fill my cup right now. I can go and, you know, take a bath or take a walk around the block or snuggle with Bubby. You know, like there's a, there's a bunch of things that I can do aside from just sitting there and being like, this sucks. I'm sad. Yeah. One thing that I really like is um, I had it was in another book. I forget which one, but it was talking about like when you are feeling like that, when you're feeling very anxious and it's like to focus on to like stand up and to focus on your feet touching the ground. Mm-hmm. Like once you pull your mind sometimes away from some of that. But yeah, I like that, like prioritizing yourself and like really taking care of your mind too, I think is important. Yeah. And it's totally okay to be on medication. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, um, I was diagnosed with depression, and anxiety in my twenties, but I never really, I talked to therapists here and there, but I never really stayed consistent. I was never medicated. Um, then I talked to my doc- doctor last month and I was just like, this is what's hitting me hard. This is what I'm struggling to deal with. And they're like, you need to medicate. Like if if it hasn't if if all else hasn't been working well, at the very least, just take a pill twice a day. You know, take a happy pill. Take a happy pill. It's not like I feel like I could be a little happier, but I feel like it's working. Good. And I'm not sure if it's just because the mindset that I'm in, like, Kayla, this is supposed to be doing its job. Like, be patient with it. You're it also being cleaner swollen. too with your body. You're not drinking and yeah. Not smoking. I think that makes a big difference too. Yeah. It, I think it has too. Just being more more careful to myself. More yeah. cautious. Like I feel I like, like I protected my heart so much from things that I'm not really – I never really thought to take care of the rest of me. Mm-hmm. Like everything needs to be taken care of, Kayla. Your lungs. Yeah. <laughs> your liver. <laughs> like, yeah. Some other things so, that are pretty important to, to keep. So, yeah. I think that's a really big one is um, prioritize yourself and your mental health. Mm-hmm. My second one is – Learn from your mistakes. So with that, I mean, it's very clear as day. Learn from your mistakes. Um, No one's perfect. And anyone who claims to be perfect is probably hiding a lot of demons in there. (laughs) But I think it's really important. No one is – no one's going to – you're going to have to cut this out because I can't really think of where I'm going Well, the thing is, like, perfection doesn't exist. But then I think also, too, it's like – I don't know. It's like that fool me once, fool me twice, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I can relate it to um, to my career and the fact that, like, I feel like if I made a mistake, I would think that it, like, it, years ago when I first started as a supervisor, if I made an error, like, it would eat me up. Like, mm-hmm. so much so I would feel, like, sick to my stomach. I would, like, I would be super ang- anxious. I, it would just, like, 
literally like i feel like i'm the worst failure and the worst employee ever Mm. and then finally like one thing that i think is super important too, kind of tying to this is like make your mistakes but own up to them every single person makes mistakes like i i literally was having a conversation with one of my employees uh last week and was sharing like if i make a mistake i'm I hate to say it this way, but I'm not a little bitch and I don't hide about hide it. Like in in my career world, if I make a mistake, like I own up to it and I'm like, here's what I did. I fucked up. Like I just wanted to share this with you because it's like when you hide it, I feel like it just makes a mistake like grow and grow and grow and grow and grow until you explode. Mm-hmm. And I think understanding that like everybody's going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah. And it's from how you like how you come out the other side and again grace like grace goes such a long way and being like graceful towards yourself but then also just in life towards other people in general other people that make mistakes like it's it's just a a really good trait to have to be to go through life with grace towards yourself and other people and that was a big thing that i've struggled most of the year for is giving myself grace for mistakes i've made Mm -hmm. and I 100% agree. I think that not only do you learn from them, learn how to prevent this from happening, learn that if mistakes happen, your life is still going to go on. That one thing can't, like, can't define you. Define you. You know, I agree with the work thing. I I would lose sleep sometimes over like oh my God, did I do? Did I make this the right decision on these, this account or did I say the right thing? Should I have given other options and stuff? And my boss constantly has to tell me that I am not perfect. She's like, I know that you're great at your job. I know that you're an amazing teammate. And for you to, she's like, just, yeah, give yourself more grace. Like people make mistakes. It happens. Move on. You are the only one that's worried about this right Mm -hmm. now, Kayla. No one else is worried about what happened on that account yesterday. Um, Yeah, I think that's a really good lesson to be told is, you know, make if you make those mistakes, learn from them. Try to make sure they don't happen again. Yep. And uh, take ownership. Take ownership of what of what mistake you made. Never do it again. (laughs) True. Um, my third one let me double check here third one was try new things i like that one so experiences like traveling um hobbies i think is a really big podcast (laughs) podcast i learned to grill recently really oh my god so easy (laughs) it is laughable how easy it is it's so easy i'm just lazy well i just thought that you had to stand around and watch it and be there it's just like cooking in a pan dude yeah you like it's like that infomercial set and forget it yeah (laughs) i put like i grilled burgers for my parents one night when they came over and i or no i think i grilled chicken and i was like okay this many minutes on one side flip it this many minutes check to see how it is from that part and there it is and i'm like that's it yeah that's all you have to do yeah my whole life okay not my whole life the past few years past few years it made it seem like it was this messy ordeal and that it was just a time-consuming thing. And I'm like, wait, you can, like, bring your dishes in and get them washed while you're doing this? Like, you don't just leave them out there? 
<laughs> okay, this is a lot, a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. So grilling has been a huge one for me lately. What about you? What's thing like new hobbies that you've tried? Um, crocheting. Although I'm not good at it, I kind of want to take a class. Are you sixty? Yes, I am. And honey does it with me, so shut up. <laughs> um, I think that, and I mean little things i've been really into like trying to try different things to make extra money not necessarily because i feel like i need a bunch of money but i think it's just like something to try um cooking is a big one uh, i think sometimes too I, I think because i've been disappointed at um like meals as of recently where it's like dude i could cook a better meal at at home mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean just reading too and in itself i feel like this has been a big reading year although i'm in the middle of my book and i don't know why i can't i can't get as far as i i had hoped but still working on it it's called billy summers it's a stephen king book so oh wow yeah i'm curious when it's gonna get like spooky spooky um yeah i think that's i think that's really it a lot of it is just little things I think to um, oh reels. When oh yeah. I started when I started to make reels last year. Um, my first one was for Amanda at Mars's wedding, mm -hmm. and I was like, I can't believe how easy this was. Especially when you get, like you can edit clips as quickly as possible. You can put it and throw in a song and all that stuff, and it's just like it's beautiful. So learned it for their wedding, and then I went to Europe a couple days later, and every single day I posted a new video of what happened that day. And I a love lot of them that. were like. Who was it? Oh, uh, Lizzie McGuire songs. Yeah, because because I mean, of course, one in Rome, of literally. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was really cool to like. Now I can go back and look at those days and be like, man, that was so fun, and I can't believe all that happened in one day. Oh, that's crazy. Have you ever seen the like second in a day videos, where a it's like a there's a second. Oh, a second, second a day. day a year for the year. So, like, they'll literally record, like, a, a, a literally a second video clip and at the end of the year edit it all together. That would be fun. That would be difficult and long. Um, I also, like, when I'm editing, like, a second clip is so short. Yeah. Like, that would be really tough to do. It would be a challenge for sure. But I would like to – like, I've seen the ones with – um, like, they have, like, an Instagram or a TikTok you know, post a TikTok a day or post an Instagram post a day. That one I could maybe get a little bit more. It'd be here. interesting to do like a picture a day or an Instagram post a day. Uh huh. But not on my, not on my current, like my real. No, a person. Yeah. Like, like I, a. We need to get a third one. <laughs> like a, like a 365. Yes. Yeah, so like a 365 of Tara, 365 mm -hmm. of Kayla. Yeah. I think that would be perfect. I think it would be challenging though. It would. That would require me to leave the house more often. Well, I than think I do. it'd just be interesting to like have it. I don't know to be on social media more because that's one of our biggest mm -hmm. opportunities, and we've talked about this yeah. is trying to just trying to just keep it alive more. And and I feel like if I knew that I had to do something, but it, it we'd have to do something to like keep it like competitive or keep it like yeah. we need a prize at the end. If I know that there's a prize, and if I do it the entire year, like. I get something, it may keep me a little more motivated. I like that. I like that too. I really like that. That's a good Some idea. sort of challenger. See who so, we can yeah, get to BCS do with this. Yeah, posting a whole new Instagram. That's why. No, <laughs> that's probably why. That is probably why. <laughs> um, my fourth one is surround yourself with positive people. I love that. So um, with that, I just mean that, you know, I know you can't always pick and choose who you're around, but as you get older, you kind of can. 
you're, you're just to... time's very valuable yeah. when you're older you have a whole routine you have a house to take care of you have a job that you're working at to where if you really think about the amount of time that you have like why are you gonna spend it with somebody that's just miserable and complaining about their life or complaining about their significant others or their their jobs or like that they I don't know. Always, I think always envying somebody's life is really yeah. like frustrating to hear. Yeah, I totally or agree. be around. Yeah, it's definitely important to, especially as you get older and those connections become more meaningful. It is really important to have the people that are going to be like, well, at least this, you know, because you can vent. Venting's one thing. Yeah, absolutely. We can vent all we want, but to sit there and be like, I hate my job. I'm so miserable. I don't hate my job. Most of the time, just so you guys know. But just as an example, you know, like, it, you don't have, like, you can vent and be like, I had a really tough day at work and this is what happened and I just hope to never get a caller like that or something like that. But it's not that I hate my entire job and yeah. I'm miserable. And I want or to you're just negative. Yeah. Like, people that are just negative, it's it's tough to, tough to be around. Or people that, um, like, it's that trait that, like, I don't know. I'm a full believer in manifestation. So for people that are putting a lot of negative out there, they're going to attract that same thing. So just when people are sitting there like complaining about things that happen to them and what's like how things are horrible with them, like things suck. Like life is literally a roller coaster. And when you be in your 30s, you realize that you realize that like Things suck sometimes and things can feel really down, but literally in the matter of a day, it can totally transition oh, yeah. and turn right up. I got a free sandwich today. Today is a great day. <laughs> I mean, technically I did too because I haven't paid you for it. You're not paying me free sandwich because I got a free sandwich. But like, it's like, it, it's, if, if somebody's just thinking like negative and like the world owes them something, like just a lot of bad shit is gonna, is gonna happen to them mm-hmm. versus like trying to be positive and to have a good outlook on life. Yeah. Because you can, you can vent and be like, so I'm going to try this or I'm going to do this. Like, twist it around. Make it something positive. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just constantly be negative. That's that's a really tough person to be I around. like this. Um, I, I, had, I don't remember if I read it or saw it in a video or something. But um, it's when, when you're listening to somebody, asking them, do you want a solution or do you just want to get it off your chest? I think that's, that's a big. really, really huge thing, especially for friends to learn. Yeah. Um, I know I can think of people in my past where I'm just like, I'm not wanting you to solve my fucking problems. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to talk. I just need to vent. I just need to let it out. I don't need you interrupting me and being like, well, why don't you do this? Well, why don't you do that? I don't give a fuck about what I can do right now. I just need to vent about it. Mm-hmm. So rest assured, in most of the cases, if you guys are going to ask me, do I need to vent or do I need a solution? I don't want your solution right now. I just need to vent. I need to let it all out and release it and then yeah. move on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a really good it's a really good conversation to have. It's like you sometimes you just need somebody to be miserable with you for a little while and then we move forward. That was her last week for me. Yeah. She's but I'm a also person. a solution, a big solution person, which sometimes can not help the situation, but sometimes it can. But here's my thing. Like you, I kind of almost expect you to help me take care, like find a solution because you have really great solutions. And I just, I respect every opinion that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was someone else though, 
Am yeah. I, you're not my financial advisor. You're not my <laughs> sister. What the fuck do you think you're trying to yeah. do to me? Yeah. I, I love when you give me solutions. I think about just last week when I was having a really tough episode mm-hmm. and you were like, okay, we're not going to record. We're going to talk about it. We're going to figure something out. Bitch, I can read you like a book. Yeah. I think you really can. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you, like, I, I'm, I am a very, um, I think for certain people like you and the cousins and stuff, I think I'm a very easy person to read. But for people that haven't known me most of their life, they probably think I'm a bitch. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to go on a tangent. I literally had one of my employees the other day tell me that he's, first of all, afraid of me. And second of all, he's like, you just, you're, you're so like, you're so, uh, such a focused and like serious person. <laughs> it's like, I am because you guys are fucking immature little bitches. That's why I have he's to be serious. Intimidated. I'm he's serious. Intimidated. I'm like, he's like been the fifth person that I've worked with. That's like, I'm scared of you. It's like, why? Because I do my job. Like, I'm not here to, I'm not here to like. I, I actually, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I don't really, I have never seen you in like, like boss mode. Well, because I need to do my job. I'm like, oh, I agree. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not here to be best friends. And I, I think because I've been doing this for such a long time too that like I've had my times where I've been really close with mm-hmm. team members. And like right now, like I really have a good balance of like not. And I think I work better that way because mm-hmm. if I'm close with somebody, then it just makes it really weird and awkward, and I don't like that. Honestly, moving home from work just changed. It changed for the better. Yeah, like. I'm still close with this, like a couple specific coworkers because we've decided we've we've chosen to work on our friendships and continue to have our friendship and friendships and stuff. But you know, moving away from the clicks and drama, all the drama, and every single row just had some other drama thing going on. It's so much better when you separate it a little bit more. Oh yeah, because when it bleeds, it it just gets. I don't know. I just feel like the integrity of you, like yeah. sometimes, just gets kind of put in question. And yeah, it's just better better choices to keep it like very businessy. Agreed. So keep it professional. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We went off on a tangent. A lot of tangents, but that's just which, us. which one are we on? Oh, um, well, I'm finishing up with my oh, yes. one. <laughs> and then I go to my fun. I know that my heart now. So distracted. <laughs> uh, Obviously, so, we have a d- difficult uh, focusing. Yeah, that's that's tough for us. Um, the last thing I wanted to say about um, keeping the like uh, positive people around you is always th- like when you're questioning a friendship with people. The biggest thing that you want to think about is if you were you were not in that room and there was a bunch of people, your friends in that room, are you going to be able to say with each each person around there? Where am I going with this? I think what you're trying to say, like, are, are, are they, they going to speak positively positive? about like, OK, you know, the headphone trick, like you can put your AirPod in a yes. room and then walk away and be able to or your phone in the room and then put it on incognito mode. And then be able to listen to what people are saying. Are they going to be saying positive things about you? Or are they going to be saying negative things about you? Yes. That's where I was going with it. Is that, like, I personally would want to have the people that would be talking great about me. Mm Because I know that I'm not perfect. But I also have really good qualities about me. I'm not just my mistakes. Yeah, nobody's just one thing. Yeah. So um, I highly recommend to, if you're ever questioning that sort of thing, just think about that. Think about... You know, are these the type of people that I will want to keep in my life, especially if I was, if they were in a room with a bunch of other people that knew me and I wasn't there. So 
big thing to think about. Yeah, that's a good analogy. My last one is to never settle. Um, that could be with things that you're trying to do now. Um, you know, manifestations. Mm-hmm. Don't settle because you haven't gotten there yet. Like, go for the gold. Do what you wanted to, what you originally put your head out to do. Because, yeah, there'll be times maybe we're going to be like, oh, this is good enough. It's no. never gonna be good enough. You're just kind of sugarcoating the yeah the bad parts of it and stuff. And um, patience, I think yeah. patience too for that. sure. Um, yeah, be super patient because there's not like some things. Some things are just gonna take more time than others, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that you settle for what's in front of you. Um, you just just be patient. Yeah, and I think a lot of it has to do with mindset too. Like they talk about a lot and like manifestation of like living at at a higher frequency right so that's like being positive like having having a good mindset like challenging yourself and asking what for what you want but knowing what you knowing what you want in the first place Mm -hmm. um i think is a, a big thing and not necessarily i think settling for what the norm is and what everybody feels like you should be at that specific point right like yeah for some people they're not settling could be like driving a Maserati for my version of not settling is needing a second property in a van. Like yeah. <laughs> there's, it's different for each individual, but yeah, just not giving up. I think too, kind of ties into not settling. Yeah. I'll just say from a single girl perspective, just dating in general, really? don't settle. Like just because <laughs> I was bringing this up with Amanda just yesterday, but like, you know, things that I would settle for in my 20s, like, oh, he has his own car. He has a bank account. Great. But, like, <laughs> what else is there? Yeah. You know, like, there's – that's – I would never want to settle for just okay mm-hmm. in a relationship. I would want to make sure that they are fully committed. They are respectful. They treat me and everyone else around me right. Like, there's a very long list, but – Bottom line is to never settle. Do you have a list? Yeah. One of them actually, (laughs) I think I have a few lists, but one of them originally was, um, one of the bullet points was not a chain smoker, but loves the chain smokers. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry, it's very long ago. (laughs) It hasn't been updated since a few boyfriends ago, but (laughs) I was like, but yeah, I just, um, I have very, very long lists now. And as it should be. I totally agree. I think, I mean, obviously, again, no one's perfect. I wouldn't expect them to be perfect, but I would, I would expect more than knowing your worth too is a big thing. Um, yeah. Knowing like what you're, what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. Mm -hmm. Cause I definitely, I can just think of the, the last couple relationships I've been, not one specific, but I know that there's been a couple of them where I was like, why would, like, I would never be okay if someone treated me like that now. Mm hmm. If my, if honey was treated like that, I'd beat the shit out of the person. Like, I would not be okay with that. And I'm like, I need to think of myself, I need to love myself a lot more, but also know that I deserve to be treated a specific way, the way that I want to be treated. Maybe some people do like to be treated like shit. (laughs) Maybe that's like their thing. Maybe it's a kink for them. I personally am not for that. (laughs) Go find someone else. so now on to yours yes um my first one which i feel like i came up with these fairly fairly quickly um my first one is nobody knows what the fuck they're doing 
No, we don't. No, you. Not at all. You just. I feel like you just have to try things, mm-hmm. and that's a learning lesson. That's difficult in and in itself because, like, I feel like in your twenties, like trying things isn't cool. <laughs> yeah, like it's like drink and like party and trying drugs is a different thing. But like, uh, <laughs> but no, just just knowing that like not everybody has their shit together there are people in their 50s going through their own shit Mm -hmm. there are people at any age um even when it comes to like measuring success back in the day what society told you was like by the time that you're 20s you're married and then you have kids and then you're a stay-at-home wife and like it's just i feel like there's been a lot of changes in society for for the good um but i think a big message that even to kids is like your parents aren't don't know what they're doing your parents aren't yeah. don't know everything yeah they really don't yeah and so they're just they're just faking it till they make it which i get it like that is okay yeah. it is okay that not everybody has their shit together all you can do is just continuously like day by day try um my next one is investing in your family And I think that's, like, a multitude of things. Like, from a financial standpoint, um, like, thinking of investments and things that can go to your family over time, um, I think is really cool. Like, for us, having a second property and having a converted van and, um, like, just showing honey that there's ways to i don't know there's just different ways to like live your life you don't have to live it the same exact way Mm -hmm. like i could have a hundred thousand dollar car in my driveway or i can have a hundred thousand dollar house somewhere so it's just investing just investing in like the future of your family too but i think just investing time with your family like having family dinners that's what i was like when you say that like to invest in your family i do think of the financial side but more than anything, I think of, like, the time. Yeah. Like, with time being so valuable, like, are you dedicating enough time with your family? Are you dedicating enough time to um, your parents or yeah. your grandparents or your niece? Like, yeah. you don't have any, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but it's it's even, too, with, oh, like, it's it's even, too, with, like, with with honey i mean there's there's a fine balance right mm-hmm. like because she is growing up i understand that she doesn't want to there's going to come a point where she doesn't want to hang out with me all the time so like for her she has to find that investment in her family too because she wants to hang out with her friends but then she also understands a big part of her life is the fan is her family so she's even figuring Learn that in and in in, in in itself um so yeah i think that's a that's a big life lesson sometimes too like some of the best nights are just like literally like laying on the couch and watching a movie with mm-hmm. with your family like i think those that those times go a very long yeah. way agreed um multitasking is overrated is my next one elaborate. i still struggle with this elaborate more here. mainly because i think and, and I don't know if it's just my brain, but, like, in my head, like, I measure a lot of, like, how well I'm doing with productivity and, like, how much I can get done in a day. Okay. And with multitasking, though, I've learned that, like, you cause so many errors by trying to do so much and trying to produce so much instead of just, like, taking your time. Mm-hmm. Great example is 
yesterday I'm at work I'm going through emails and I'm trying to get through and respond as quickly as possible but one thing that I've been trying to do but I did not do yesterday is like to hold an email for like an extra five minutes or ten minutes don't send it hold it let me continue doing what I'm doing and then I'll come back reread it again to make sure that I didn't say anything wrong or I'm communicating my message as it should and then I'll send it out mm -hmm. I didn't do that yesterday so I literally sent an email to like our website development team and to my manager literally saying the wrong thing so they're like freaking out thinking that I'm talking about one thing but I'm talking about a different thing it's just it's not good um I think too just overloading yourself and trying to do so many things at one time it just it's it's not it's not worth it it really isn't um I agree I think about like when I'm packing or when I'm cleaning and stuff and I'm like, oh, I can do both the bathrooms at the same time. But can I can't tell you how many times. I mean, they're far apart from each other. Do you know how much distraction? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Great example. Like you said, when you're cleaning, like I'll be going to today. I was literally going to um, going to bring the trash from downstairs. Mm -hmm. But as I'm like trying to make it upstairs it takes me like 10 minutes to make it upstairs because like i see this thing that's dirty so i need to go bring it to the bring it to the laundry room then i'm start trying to make my way upstairs but then i see something else so i'm gonna go and clean the entire living room before i go upstairs like it's just it's I too much you. it's it's tough it's a hard habit to break though agreed but i think it's definitely a good lesson to learn i think so too yeah slowing down for sure um my next one is something that I have not mastered. So this is something that I'm still learning is learning to say no. Like say it with me. One, two, three. No. no. I feel like you're better at it than I am. Well, it's, it's new. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you are though. You're good at being like, nope, I'm not going to do this tonight. Or no, I'm not going to stay laid out tonight. Or no, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this and make up your mind and like stick to it. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. No, I'm getting really good. I feel like I, I'm really working on, like, the people-pleaser aspect. I feel like, just as a woman in general, it, we, I don't know if we were taught to do it, if it was just expected out of us, but you're kind of taught to people-please. Yeah. And that, that mixed with trying, learning to say no is very, very tough. Mm -hmm. Because you want to please your friendships and your relationships and everything like that, but to what exp expense, you know? Like, I don't want to go and do this. No. Like, I'd rather not. You go do the thing. You have fun. You enjoy yourself. Not my thing. Like, haunted houses for you. Mm -hmm. You can say no. I said no. Yeah. See? I said I'm no. Proud of you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, I just think it's a, it's a, it's a really a lesson that you have to, have to teach yourself. Like, uh, I, that was one whole chapter in a book that I recently read. It's like, I'm going to be, she gave the example of like, your friend asking you to go out to dinner and you've just had a really long day at work and now you need to rush and go make it out to dinner and now you're like not as present there and you still go to the dinner because you already said yes that you were going to dinner and then it happens again and she's like let's take a look at that scenario if you said no like and there's a way to say no that's not rude or showing like your unappreciation um she like said it really beautifully like look i 
I'm really exhausted tonight. I had a really rough day at work. I'm going to be a better friend if I don't come because I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a good company. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be as focused. Can we reschedule for the, for this next week to go to lunch or something like that? So yeah. it's like, it's okay to say no and then re, like, re evaluate, evaluate things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and not, not specifically have to like, say no to hurt somebody's feelings yeah i think about i think about last week we full intentions on recording all ready to record and everything we're eating before and just planning it out and then i had a full-blown freak out and i was just like i can't do this tonight like i can't and you're like okay like because you're right like was i well, could i technically do it yes yeah we could have was i gonna look suffered through it yeah i would be sassy i probably would not have much to say that's that was actually one of my points that i said last week was like i'm just not gonna have much to say right now Mm -hmm. like i know how i feel when i start having one of those episodes and you know locking myself up and like literally myself in yeah that's how i am reacting right now and the thought of being in front of a camera sounds awful (laughs) so it's good and it was it was a very respectful way of you handling it too because you weren't just like all right then i'm just gonna go home yeah you're like well what's bothering you she's a good sister you guys she's a really good sister again i can read you like a fucking book (laughs) yeah that's you (laughs) um my last one that i have is um is learn to enjoy the little things Hmm. um i think when kayla and i were talking about this podcast i had shared a video that i had seen recently and it just like completely fucking hit home um it's this girl and she's like part of me just wants to go to costco and trader joe's and come back to a clean house and relax and light candles and bake cookies and have a night in and she's like part of me just wants to get ratchet as fuck (laughs) and i was like i have never i feel like that explains your 30s Mm -hmm. because like you're not so like over everything to where like you don't have the energy but you're also like finding this balance to where you're not like going out and drinking every single weekend Mm -hmm. so it's like it's it is it's learning and to enjoy the little things like staying in your house all day and not doing anything i like honey and i were talking this weekend we're like because she's just super exhausted last weekend was um a con that she went to she was there for four days so i literally told her i was like we're gonna be kremlins all weekend we're just gonna literally stay inside we're not gonna go anywhere we're not gonna stress about like making plans or anything like we are just going to chill and like those are the little things that are so so fun like to the past two nights because honey's not been feeling 100 percent, we've literally just like laid out on the couch and watched videos falling asleep on the couch together and it's like that's a little thing like Mm -hmm. that's that's to me like fun at this point in my life but then also too like i'd love to go get blackout drunk next weekend or actually (laughs) not until kayla's birthday weekend weekend. um it's it's all about balance it's all Mm -hmm. about balance yeah and i mean granted that most of them will be more trader joe grocery weekends than ratchet weekends but i totally agree i think that sometimes you just need to let loose like yeah i mean I was talking to you about it. I was like, I can't remember the last time I went loose and wild and crazy. Can you? Can you think the last time I was there? I can't. Can maybe, I? maybe my work event? The, which one? The costume. The Christmas thing? You thought no. you were fucked. You were not fucked up by no, your Christmas thing. I, 
the the two things that come into mind is when we got our make mama proud tattoos because oh that was that was yeah. a, a a rough one <clears throat> yeah, we got we got real drunk. Uh, and then the only other time that I can think of was your birthday a few years ago. She kept on taking my glasses. On top of my glasses? Is that Yeah. Right? And putting it on top of hers. And then she tried to take Joseph glasses. Was and, I doing the face too? Yeah. Oh, God. I was. Yeah. But you, I feel like you need a weekend like that. Yeah, I, I do. I feel like I have more of those. Not very often, but. Yeah, we haven't really. Well, first of all, it's been way too fucking hot to really go out and enjoy mm-hmm. ourselves. But. Yeah, I've just been very, very to myself, and I haven't been drinking or really smoking, so it's just, it's different, you know? I'm not going to want to go out to a, a club or a bar when I'm no. not drinking. That doesn't sound fun at all whatsoever to me. Going to Trader Joe's and Costco. Sounds great. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's like the best. Like making a flower arrangement. Yeah. Like, that, that sounds fun. <laughs> it does. But the little things, I think of, um, there was one day where I just wasn't feeling it. You know, for some reason, I was just like, I need to do something for myself. I went to Peter Piper Pizza and got a pizza from there. And then I came home and I put on Smart House. Nice. And I changed the lights in the house to like purple, like a nostalgic purple. And I just had a little movie thon. That's fun. Like it just felt like so nostalgic. And I was like, this is so great. I I don't know. And I'm not always like a pizza peter piper pizza person but sometimes their pizza slap oh you know the dessert pizza did you get the dessert no. what wait did i no i don't think i Dude, did okay so they have lunch specials where you can go yeah. and like it's a few bucks and it's a buffet why are we here still and i don't know <laughs> i don't know yeah no i think that um enjoying the little things i'm a, i'm really into halloween it is september 9th or 10th 10th and I decorated almost a week ago because that makes me happy. So I started watching things. Gilmore Girls on September 1st because that's what you do in September. It's just what you do. It's the little things that make it a lot, make it just a better just environment. Yeah. I think, too, it's just, yeah, just enjoying them. It's actually, it's funny because when I wrote this one down, Enjoy the Little Things, it actually is a quote from Zombieland, which sounds like a weird movie, but I literally watched it two nights ago. <laughs> Did you? Like, honey loves Zombieland. She really? just finds like it's so funny because it's like, and it's not really like scary zombie. It's more of like funny comedy. Yeah. And I don't know. She just she loves the movie. And Netflix is taking it down, so <gasps> she wanted to watch it a when few did, times. When did they take it down? Uh, I think it's at the end of the month. They take it down. It. But yeah, it's it's just it's a funny movie, and it's like he has this whole list of things like like cardio, making sure that you're okay with it's running, stretchy. and like um the double tap like making sure you shoot somebody twice i don't know it's just a little thing but he adds enjoy the little things i think that's a very valid thing especially like no offense but when you get a little bit older there's just not as many things to be super excited about you know you've been to disneyland for the first time you've I don't know. Most people have gotten married and had ch- children by now, but you know, there's a little there's, things there, there's, there's like that. things that you can get excited about, but then it's like I don't know. It's it just changes. Mm-hmm. I don't know because it's you're at a weird age in your mid thirties mm-hmm. where like I kind of want to go to Austin City Limits Music Festival, but part of me also wants to go to Waco, Texas, to the Mongolia uh, Mongolia place. Mongolia place. Yeah. Um, two different completely vibes um but 
it's just it's it's just a weird i feel like it's just a weird age because again part of you wants to do some wholesome shit i'd say 75 percent is of me is wholesome about 25 is ratchet that's a good number no i think i think you're a little less ratchet maybe like maybe like 90 and 10 maybe like 18 and 82 18 and 82 okay (laughs) I think I think maybe I think maybe eighty five and fifteen for you. Yeah. What about for me? I think realistically, I would say I think you're only like twelve percent ratchet. You think so? Yeah. You don't let your ratchet inside out. Well, if I'm taking into consideration like smoking and things like that, then I think you're more like twenty (laughs) five percent to seventy five, but. No, I feel like you're very you're very wholesome. I feel like a lot of my ratchetness kind of ended a while ago. Mm-hmm. But like there was abs- like Kayla, Kayla in Scottsdale. She can be ratchet as hell. Yeah. Not as ratchet as some people can be, especially out there. But I mean, I think about I was downing shots one night and I'm as I'm puking in a bush, I'm like I met a best friend named Chloe <laughs> Like and I never saw her face again. I didn't. I don't even think I looked at her face. I was looking at the bush. It was the same night that I was live streaming out of the car. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. So I definitely have had my absolute fair share of uh, ratchet moments. But yeah, I really think that I I just haven't like let loose a whole lot. I didn't. I don't know. Maybe I definitely think it's time to let loose. I definitely think. I think so too. I think it's all about balance, man. And that's what I think the biggest thing that I would say as like lessons in my thirties is like not everything has to all about be all about work. Mm-hmm. Not everything all has to be about family. Not everything has to be about like being obsessed with going out and doing all the fun things all every single time. Like yeah. there's just it's all it's all about balance, I think is the biggest thing that I've learned. Agreed. For sure. But we're absolutely having fun for my birthday. Sorry. Yes. I am definitely so like I'm not drinking right now, but I'm gonna drink for my birthday. But I don't think I'm gonna drink again until until Halloween probably. Um, it's not that hard for me though. I don't keep alcohol. No, in my house. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't think so either. Out. It's too expensive to drink in Scottsdale now. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we have alcohol at our house, but like we don't really drink at our house mm-hmm. because I don't know. It's just. It's just a a different relationship. I mean, in my head, when I when I do want to go out and drink, like I want to go out mm-hmm. to a place, meet up with my friends, like have a have, like laugh and have a good time. Yeah, but for it to be like the center of things, it's just not. No, good. it's never been. Like honestly, I probably won't ever date someone that is severely into drinking alcohol. It's affected too many relationships of mine in the past, and that's just like. A life lesson that I learned, you know, like coming together just to be drinking and being inebriated. I mean, that's not the best version of Kayla. I don't know why I'm talking about myself at this (laughs) person, but that's not the best version of me. And I don't want that type of version to just be that version that people are used to. So definitely think that alcohol is just not a big part of my life anymore. No, no. And I think it's important to not make it that to make anything that. Yeah, I'm working on that with weed. So. <laughs> You're getting but, there, though. Yeah. You're yeah. getting there. So, again, it's legal in Arizona, so let's just keep that in mind. You live in a state. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you just, I mean, as you get older, 
I mean, we're, like you said, we are going to, like, we're going to learn more things yeah. when we get into our 40s. Um, I still think there's more things that I probably forgot about. But. Oh, sure, for sure. I think we can definitely do, like, another one in a, in a few years and stuff and just talk yeah. about like, in our later 30s or whatever. Can we just keep in mind I'm still in my early 30s? Remember? I'm early 30s. Or not my mid-30s. You're in your mid-30s. Bro, I got, I got, I don't give a shit. I literally had somebody ask me the other day if Honey and I were sisters. Or, like, she was like, is, is, is oh, yeah. your daughter? I'm like, I don't care. I, I feel like, I feel like it's as, as, it all has to do with your attitude. Yeah, I get that all the time. They're like, you don't look, you're, like, you're in your 30s. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Um You look but, older. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but what was really cool, like, this, these are kind of the moments that I, I, I like, thrive for now i went to go visit aunt abby and uncle bubba and the kids were there uh logan and leah and leah had a friend over and so i walk into the kitchen and i'm just like hey guys how's it going and her friend is like i love your vibe and i'm like oh thank you you. (laughs) best compliment ever like oh my god middle school person thinks i'm cool oh my god i um i was taking the girls uh honey and her friends to go pick up something at corvus's house because she lives like near us and i'm putting on my like just my music my normal music that i play it's like my liked songs playlist on spotify and uh miss murder comes on by afi and one of her friends is like oh my gosh i love this song and i was like yes and then um another song came up like um we fall in love in october and she's like this song too i'm like okay Honey, that's that's like the that's like the test if your friends have good taste in music. Yeah, and like I think about that a lot too because I heard this saying once that like who you are now is who you needed when you were younger. Interesting. And like who you would trust to be around you when you were younger and stuff like that. And I wholeheartedly believe that. Or there was another one that was like, now that you have money and time and all that sort of stuff. You can now dress the way that you wanted to when you're and you're like a teenager. So that first comment that you that you said is really like sticking in my head, especially the fact that like you were saying you're the person now that you needed when you were younger. And I don't know, it just kind of made me think of like the things that like mom's traits that like I just kind of felt like we're a little cringe, mom. Nothing against you. I love you, mom. But like just that I thought we're a little cringe. It's like I try specifically like not to do those things around or to honey. But like I find myself still doing them sometimes like just wanting to like hug her or something like that. (laughs) Or just like touch her. Um, So it's it's weird to think about that in that perspective. But I do like that perspective because there's some things where I'm like, like part of me is like, I can't believe I live by myself and... Like, I'm doing this all by myself. And then I'm like, I was, I didn't really have too many friends when I was a kid. So it's not shocking to me that I'm doing things by myself, but I'm proud of myself because I think about my younger self who was afraid to do everything by herself. You know, I forced Amanda to do soccer with me, Mm -hmm. forced her to do, I mean, maybe not forced her, but I wasn't going to do it without her. Not dancing, not soccer, nothing. And now I'm like, you're doing things by yourself. Yeah. Like, I can go to the grocery store. It's a lot easier now that I'm medicated. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, grocery pickups from my car for, for a while. But I I agree with that. I mean, the piercings that I have, the way I, I, I've chopped my hair. Like, yeah. I get to please the inner child in myself. I like now. that. I think yeah. that's really, really cool. Yeah. 
So, uh, cool. yeah, we've learned a lot of things so far. Well, and we shared some of our life lessons. So please let us know if you have any of your own, um, whether it's for 30s, 40s, 50s, yeah. 60s. Teach us some lessons that we haven't on ages that we haven't hit yet because – I think that's a really good question to ask people that come and sit with us in the future is, you know, what's like one thing that you would want to encourage someone in their thirties or encourage someone in I like that. a different a life bracket. lesson. Yeah. So stay Thank tuned. you Thank for you so watching. Much for watching. Bye. Bye.